home births. They're often desirable, but are they always as safe as hospital ones? And if not, what does that mean for women giving birth and the doctors who advise them? A new paper in the Journal of Medical Ethics asks, is home birth immoral? To discuss, we're joined by the two authors, Lachlan de Crespigny, an obstetrician and gynaecologist from the University of Melbourne, and Julian Savalescu from the Faculty of Philosophy at the University of Oxford. Julian, thanks for coming into the studio with us. My pleasure. Great to be here. And uh, Lachlan, thank you very much for joining us uh, late in the evening from Australia. Likewise, it's a pleasure. So let's start with the underlying epidemiology. Lachlan, um, if I can ask you, what hard evidence do we have about the outcomes after home birth, you know, both perinatal straight after the birth and longer term? We have a, a moderately good um, a group of studies about uh, the outcome in the short term uh, for the pregnant woman and also for, uh, for the outcome for the baby. And there have been some concerns in that that have caused um, some groups um, to some medical groups uh, to be concerned about home birth. But what we're focusing on is rather than morbidity and mortality in the pregnant woman and rather than uh, death of the baby, we uh, see that uh, the main aim should be to focus on foreseeable uh, disability with the baby. Uh, what is the risk of long-term disability to a baby and is it higher after home birth? And unfortunately, the data is not good. There are no uh, good studies to tell us that. But there are a number of reasons that we should be concerned because clearly the facilities, sometimes the training of staff is not as good in the home uh, and the transport is not as good in the home as it is in hospital. So we have a lot of reasons to be concerned, but good studies are not available to tell us about long-term outcome to the child. There are, there are data around um, morbidity and mortality around the time of birth for the mother and the baby. Um, however, there haven't been very large, very long-term follow-ups of you know, loss of cognitive ability or other important but... Um, sometimes subtle disabilities uh, in, in children over, over a period of years. And that's a very important outcome, even if the chances of that occurring are, are small. Why is it that women choose to have a home birth? Women choose to have a home birth because um, it's a wonderful environment for them to have, to have a child. And, and uh, women, to a greater or lesser extent, uh, are very keen to have it in a pleasant environment, often involving family. So it's often, it can be a, a, a lifestyle sort of choice. It can be um, um, just to reduce the risk of uh, uh, them uh, having caesarean section, epidural and other invasive procedures. Uh, uh, there are some women who um, who go to great effort to avoid these and they have huge satisfaction in, uh, in having the baby at home and there is an increased chance of breastfeeding and a whole lot of positive outcomes that can come in that way. Um, and so uh, our concern is that, yes, this, this, there are some benefits to home birth. We're not in any way disputing that, but this needs to be weighed up against uh, potential risk. 
and that if there is a long-term risk that comes with it to the future child, then 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 uh, perhaps the woman should be thinking much more seriously about a hospital birth. Sometimes in practical ethics, if you think about a problem for a while, a very simple solution presents itself uh, to you. And this is one of those cases where there's a complex problem and one very simple solution. We should try to make hospital birth uh, better and more acceptable for women, more like the home, uh, but also with the uh, possibility of appropriate medical backup. So the lesson to be learnt, I think, is to try to improve the environment in the ways that women want um, to make hospital delivery more attractive. And there is um, uh, varying levels of um, care in many hospitals and um, home birth or uh, to have um, birthing units whereby there's less intervention, less doctors, more midwives is happening now and certainly um, as Julian was saying we would feel that the more that these um, can be made to satisfy the wish for, of uh, some women for home birth the better. I don't think that many prospective parents would want their baby baby's brain to be deprived of oxygen for 20 minutes or more while they get to have adequate resuscitation. Most parents want the very best for their children and have the very best intentions. And I think the challenge of modern obstetrics is to reconnect with those desires and to be able to provide what can be provided in a way that's acceptable to them. Mm. So this whole thing isn't about demonizing women who want to give birth at home. It's about making This isn't sure. about demonizing women who want to give birth at home. This is about thinking about the future child and doing what we can with the science and technology that we've developed and the incredible obstetrics and incredible medicine that we've developed over the last 200 years and trying to reduce the number of children who have serious disabilities. If one child ends up with brain damage that could have avoided, been avoided, that's one child too many. So given the, you know, if we take a priori that um, we accept the, the argument that a home birth could be uh, morally wrong, um, given the, the risks of, of long-term sequelae. What do you think should happen now? Um, is this a case where governments should legislate to, to ban home births if there's a safer alternative? Or should it be down to you know, talking to women about the risks in a more frank way? Julian. Uh, what should we do? First of all, we should do good research with long-term follow-up studies uh, stretching out to years over tens or perhaps even hundreds of thousands of births looking for subtle and also severe long-term disabilities. When we have that data, people should know that data in making choices about the place to, to give birth. Um, and we may need to draw lines. We may need to draw different lines from today as to what's um, acceptable uh, risk and when births sh should, be, should be strongly encouraged, um, if not required, in hospital. At the moment, we don't have that data and people rightfully have the freedom to choose. But at the very least, they should be aware uh, that they are probably um, taking on higher than necessary risks 
to their future child. That at least is something people should be um, using in their calculation of what to do around the time of birth. Locke, did you have something else to say on that? Yeah, the, well, um, at the moment, the risks to the future child tend not to come into the discussions. And what our aim is, is to try to uh, make these more centre stage, that no, they shouldn't be banned and we are not proposing that that's, uh, that, that that's an outcome. But we do think that professionals in counselling women should be highlighting that uh, this possibility um, far more than they do today and that women should be uh, aware of uh, uh, that there is potentially uh, an increased future um, morbidity to their child if they have a home birth and um, if this is deemed to be a significant risk they should be strongly encouraged to, to have a hospital birth. Lachlan de Crespigny and Julian Savalescu, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. That paper is available in full on the Journal of Medical Ethics website that's jme.bmj.com. <laughs>